Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. I know, Dominate. Today's top story, DA Alvin Bragg. Fat Alvin is backpedaling, saying that Trump created the false expectation about his arrest. Next, by administration doubling down on their denial of Nord Stream's destruction. And finally, a new poll out of Rasmussen shows that 54% of likely voters don't think that President Biden is telling the truth about his China business dealings. All this more ahead, Human Events Daily. I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling, trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash Poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. Humanevents.com slash Poso. Totally free. The Poso Daily Brief. Look, we told you guys this yesterday. Fat Alvin doesn't have the goods. If he had the goods, he would have brought the charges already. Try it, Fat Alvin. Come on. Come on. Now we're seeing this look at a Daily Mail. The grand jury has been canceled for the rest of the week. Alvin Bragg is facing even more questions as the panel's vote on the indictment has been pushed back to at least next week as he, quote, struggles with his weak case. Sources tell DailyMail.com that prosecutors are having trouble convincing the jury to indict Trump over hush money payments to Stormy Daniels. And we don't even, by the way, and I said this before, we haven't even proven, it's never been proven anywhere that these were hush money payments. It's just not proven. Okay. You can allege all you want. You can state all you want. You can make every accusation and that's fine. You could say likely, but it's not proven. And the media, I've seen the entire media say this. It's not proven. It's not, it's just not. Here's the thing though. You know, they used to say that a good prosecutor could get a grand jury to indict a ham sandwich. Well, unfortunately, Fat Alvin ate the ham sandwich before the jury even showed up. There's nobody there. Trump's got an event in Texas this weekend. He's flying down. He doesn't even care about this. This thing is done. It's so dead in the water. And now Bragg is out there going back to Congress because Jim Jordan's coming in and talking about the weaponization of government and saying, can you explain to us what's actually going on here? Have you been using federal? Have you been using some kind of federal funds or federal resources for this? Because it certainly feels as if there's a lot of federal involvement going on here. And Fat Alvin saying, well, well, this was a false expectation, really, about this arrest. I wasn't the one who who said that. That was that was Trump said that on Truth Social. And I I never said he's backpedaling. He's backpedaling because he ain't he definitely ain't treading water. Fat Alvin is not somebody who's going to be treading water for very long. How can you eat your pudding? If you haven't had your meat, how can you eat your pudding if you haven't had any meat, Fat Alvin? And now sources do tell Human Events Daily that Bragg is currently working on going around to all the bodegas in the immediate vicinity of the Manhattan courthouse where he's buying all the snack packs that he can find, both vanilla, chocolate, and the vanilla chocolate swirl. We have to, has that, is that confirmed, Producer Angelo? Yes, it is confirmed vanilla chocolate swirls are being purchased by Alvin Bragg, and he plans to sit there 
in the courtroom with the grand jury for as long as possible, eating the snack packs in front of them. He's not even going to not a bite. He's not even offering them one bite, one single bite. It's not going to until they give back, until they deliver the votes. Now, let's let's just say we do still think that Trump is going to be indicted. And keep in mind that Bragg could still issue the indictment by himself. Now, the idea of using a grand jury is to it it it, it allows for the imprimatur of uh, legitimacy. It allows for making it seem as though it's a public inquiry. It's not a political partisan inquiry, even though this obviously is. But Bragg's got problems now. Because do you not expect us to believe that the Biden DOJ and Merrick Garland isn't actually behind this? Imagine what appointments they dangled in front of this guy, telling him they'd appoint him to the DOJ, telling him that they'd help him run for AG after Letitia James. Now he's lucky if he's even going to remain as DA. He's lucky if they if they appoint him dog catcher by the end of the year after totally boofing up this entire operation. You can't even get the grand jury. Alvin, buddy, Bubbolo. Pass the charges, Alvin. You don't need the grand jury. Go ahead. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. Bring, Drop the charges right now. Be a man. Be a man, Alvin. Go in there. And I see y'all hunched over walking into your office today with your little, your little suitcase. Be a man. Drop the charges yourself. Bring it. Just bring them all and let's do this. And if you don't want, if you want to do this, if you want to back down and talk about false expectations, trying to tread water, trying to tread water like you're Jack and Rose at the end of Titanic. I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't look like it's going to work because the problem is Fat Alvin doesn't have the goods. And you look at a guy like that, his entire life has been a struggle up to this point. Because you see, here's the problem. When you get where you are based on lies, when you get where you are based on tokenism, don't push comes to shove. You can't cut it. We know you can't cut it, Alvin. So it's done. It's been done. And Simon and Theodore and Dave, they're not going to be there to help you. The chipettes have left you, Alvin. They're gone. You know what? They're stepping out. Because why wouldn't you step on a guy like that? Alvin, you're a mess. Folks, pains me to say this, but America is in big trouble. If you listen to this show, you know that global conflict is spiraling out of control. Chaos is everywhere. The clock is ticking, so prepare now or face the consequences later. And I urge you, do not wait until it's too late. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and get prepared today. Stock up on their popular three-month emergency food kit. And you'll also get $200 worth of survival supplies as a free bonus. You'll need these supplies when things fall apart or the grid goes down, or anytime you might have to fend for yourself. To see everything you'll get, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Your $200 bonus gift comes free with each three-month emergency food kit you order. That way, everyone in your family can be prepared. But hurry, this offer is only good while supplies last. Check this off your list and sleep better, knowing that your family will not suffer if the worst-case scenario ever happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and score free shipping to MyPatriotSupply.com. I think, as Mr. Sullivan uh, mentioned, there are three now 
national investigations being done uh, into the Nord Stream 2 uh, explosion by three of our, our of our allies. We are not going to get ahead of that. That work is still ongoing. We still do believe it was an act of sabotage. Uh, the United States was not involved in any way, contrary to some press reporting out there. We don't believe the United States was involved, folks. Never believe something until it's been officially denied. And that's exactly where we are. So Seymour Hirsch is out. He's got a new piece. Go check it out. Seymour Hirsch at Substack.com. SeymourHirsch.Substack.com, actually. The Biden administration continues to conceal its responsibility for the destruction of the Nord Stream pipelines. The cover-up. It's been six weeks since I published a report based on anonymous sourcing naming President Biden as the official who ordered the mysterious destruction last September of Nord Stream 2, a new $11 billion pipeline that was scheduled to double the volume of natural gas delivered from Russia to Germany. The story gained traction in Germany and Western Europe, but was subject to a near-media blackout in the United States. Two weeks ago, after a visit by German Chancellor Olaf Scholz to Washington, and you remember, here at Human Events Daily, we covered this extensively, the fact that all of these reports, and specifically this report about the pro-Ukrainian group, came out after that quiet meeting that Olaf Schultz held with Joe Biden at the White House. Why did they have the meeting? There was no press conference. Remember, we were told well, it's a working visit and they're, they're having discussions on sensitive matters of national importance. Yet there was no press conference. There was no availability. There was like a quick photo op inside the, the Oval Office. And then Olaf Schultz flies back three days later. What do we get? The pro-Ukrainian group narrative pops out in the New York Times. So just after that visit, U.S. and intelligence agencies attempted to add the, to the blackout by feeding the New York Times and the German weekly Die Zeit false cover stories to counter the report that Biden and U.S. operatives were responsible. Press aides for the White House and CIA have consistently denied it. But of course, we know all along, and this goes to Sarah Miller now, I'm, I'm jumping ahead, an energy expert and editor at Energy Intelligence, which published, this is a leading trade journal, explained in an interview that the pipeline story was big news in Germany and Western Europe, saying, quote, the destruction of the Nord Stream pipelines in September led to a further surge of natural gas prices that were already six or more times pre-crisis levels. Nord Stream was bl blown up in late September. Exact, think of it. It was exactly as they were going into what? The winter. German gas imports peaked a month earlier, a month later in October at 10 times pre-crisis levels. Electricity prices across Europe were pulled up and government spent as much as eight 100 billion euros by some estimates shielding households and businesses for the impact so government had to get involved in this gas prices reflecting the mild winter in europe have now fallen back to roughly a quarter of the october peak but they are still two to three times pre-crisis levels and more than three times the current u.s ones this is about the this is about germany and western europe how are they heating their homes if they don't have access to the cheap russian gas and that's just economics right that we're not talking geopolitics here, we're just talking economics. Because obviously, right, think about it. You know that there's that one, just, just think about it in terms of households. Let me, let me pause here for a second. Think about it in terms of your household, right? Countries work the same way. You know, okay, you know that when you're driving through town, there's that one gas station on the edge of town and you know it's shady and you know that everything on the inside is all marked up and they got the bulletproof, you know, plexiglass all over the place. But that, that gas 
is 50 cents cheaper than anywhere else in the area. And you know what? I'm saying this more to the guys. So when your wife isn't around, you're going and you're filling up there, aren't you? Yeah, I know. I know. They might ask for cash only. You're going there because you know that your dollar will spread further if you are using that gas. And that means, of course, that everything else then that goes on in your life, when you're going shopping, when you're, um, when you're paying your bills, tax, obviously we're going to tax season, that you want more dollars in your pocket. That's going to help. It's the exact same way for national governments. That's why the German economy's access to the cheap gas was such a goal for them for so many years. That's why it never made any sense that Germany or Russia blew up the pipeline because they were the ones gaining from this. Russia liked the money. Germany liked the cheap prices. It's literally as simple as that. It's just as simple as that. And then what happens afterwards, what happens afterwards is because the economic tie between Western Europe and Russia was severed. What did Russia do? What did Moscow do? They turned east. And we told you this a year ago, a year plus, what, uh, 13 months ago, when Russia invaded Ukraine, February 24th, 2022, we told you the balance of power was shifting east, that Russia was now making a new deal with China. Of course, we just saw that. Xi's trip to Moscow is analogous to what? to Nixon's trip to China. Why? Because this is changing the balance of power. And U.S. leaders are in, are in denial about this. They're in absolute denial. They don't want to talk about it. The BRICS nations, this entire economic alliance, the global South with BRICS, China and Russia at the helm, with, by the way, Russia being the junior partner here. So Russia is, unfortunately for them, right, the junior partner, because they have no other choice. They've been completely isolated with the destruction of this pipeline and then the rest of the economic sanctions, the pull out of the SWIFT system, et cetera, et cetera. Sure, it's isolated them from the banking crisis, but at the end of the day, without access to those agricultural markets where they were selling fertilizer, the potash, where they were selling other products and having the oil. And again, it's as simple as this, folks. It's as simple as this. Churchill the petrol, we keep saying it here. Look for the oil. If you follow the sale of oil, gas, energy, you will understand geopolitics. Because who backfilled the Russians? Who backfilled the Russians in Germany, in Western Europe, Central Europe, Eastern Europe? The United States. US LNG, of course, have massively expanded. Russell Brand was talking about this. We've been talking about this. So, of course, there's an economic element to it. That's what it's always been about. So, you know, and, you know going back to this piece with, with Cy Hirsch, over the last year, they've, closed, they've had to close their energy-intensive industries, such as fertilizer, gas, glass production. It's unclear when, if ever, those plants will open. So European manufacturers are having to shutter now. And who does that help? Who does it help if the domestic manufacturing base of a country is destroyed. Does this sound a little familiar to you? All right, that's exactly what happened here in the United States. When it came to the Midwest, when it came to the upper Midwest, when it came to the South, because all those jobs went to Mexico and China. So who benefits? Hui malo, hui bono. Who benefits, who suffers? China benefits. And China, Xi Jinping is coming out, holding all the cards.
Uh, House Oversight says they've got bank records showing a Chinese energy company paying three Biden family members through a third party. What were they paid for? Look, I'm just not going to respond to that from here. Look, we have heard from House Republicans for years and years and years um, how, uh, how the inaccuracies and lies when it comes to this issue. And I don't even know where to begin to even answer that question because, again, it's been lies and lies and inaccuracy for the past uh, couple years, and I'm just not going to get into it from here. Okay. I'm just not going to get into it from there. I'm not going to explain anything. Okay, cut the crap. We know that millions of dollars flowed from the Chinese Communist Party to the Biden family. And in fact, we're not the only people who know because Rasmussen has a new poll out explaining all of it to us. Chinagate. Most do not think that President Biden is telling the truth about this scandal. Questions about Chinese payments to President Joe Biden's family are a serious scandal, according to a majority of voters, and most doubt that the president is telling the whole truth about it. 54% do not think it is likely that Biden is telling the whole truth. So 54, 54% doubt that Biden is telling the truth, including 38% who say it is not at all likely. Congressional investigators say that they have identified more than a million dollars of payments from a Chinese energy firm made to members of the Biden family between 2015 and 2017. That's right as he was, number one, sitting as the vice president for two years, 2015, 2016, and then 2017, right after he got out. That was the payment. That's how it works, by the way. You don't pay all the money while you're in. You wait until you're out of office, then you get your you get cut your check. 65% of voters believe the Biden family's Chinese connection is a serious scandal, including 47% who think the scandal is very serious. 29% don't believe the Biden's family's uh, dealings with China are a serious scandal. 29%, who is that? Who is that? The 29% say it's not serious. But listen to this. 48% of, of even of Democrats, registered Democrats, think that the China scandal is at least somewhat serious. And 22% of registered Democrats believe that it is a various, very serious scandal. As you, as you can imagine, conservatives, it's much, much higher. Let me go in because I'd love to check independents here because independents are a great barometer for this. So party other, and it's, it's enormous. It's absolutely enormous. By the way, they all, they're also asking, um, with how do you view President Biden's handling of national security issues getting slaughtered? Absolutely slaughtered on this question. Um, it is 65%, 65% against um, how serious of a scandal is, and that's just independence. How serious of a scandal is the Biden family's Chinese connection? Uh, okay, for independence, it's, oh my gosh, 67%. Is that right? 67%, I'm looking at the Rasmussen poll right here, 67% of independents say that it is a serious scandal. And how likely is it that he told the truth? And I mean, just insane number, over 72%, 72, okay, 72% of Republicans and then 65% of independents say that President Biden did not tell the truth about his dealings. With China. You know, I asked, one of those AI uh, video generators or image generators, it's called Midjourney. I asked it to generate a picture of what it would look like if China took over the White House. And it was interesting because they just showed me a picture of Joe Biden behind the Oval Office. 
behind the Resolute desk. Kind of funny. Funny how that works. I said, I thought there was going to be you know, maybe some flags, maybe Xi Jinping stomping around. No, just a picture of Joe Biden. Folks, this is a major scandal. And there's there's a lot going on here because why don't we see the media drumbeat for this? Simple. This is why they leaked the news about a potential arrest of President Trump. This is why this all came out. This all came out because they were trying to front load the scandal. And by the way, normally I've said this before. Normally, I'm not the guy, right, who says that, oh, there's a scandal, but something else is distracting from that scandal. I'm not usually that guy. I'm not usually the one who's, you know, saying that that's the big, you know, the big to do. It is this time. It absolutely is. They dropped this. And it's not just about it's not just about President Trump. It's not even necessarily just about China, because you look at everything around the board. Russia and Ukraine, China and Russia joining together at the hip. They're doing everything they can to prevent you from understanding what's going on in our world. What's going on? And the, the war is on. As somebody once famously said, there's a war on for your mind. It is an information war. And the situation we're in right now is they're trying to overload the system. They're trying to do two. We're not even talking about the fact that we had one of the largest bank failures in American history just a few days ago. That's how fast this is all flying. One of the largest bank failures, this massive alliance between Russia and China. Analogous only to what I would say as Nixon's trip to China all the way back in the 1970s. Why? Because the balance of power is shifting. And so rather than have you pay attention to that, rather than have you questioning that or understand, they say, oh, say, oh, no, 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 Donald Trump's going to get invested, going to get arrested. Donald Trump's going to get indicted. Is he going to be in handcuffs? Is there going to be insurrection? Is there going to be, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald or Jack Ruby kind of situation? We don't know. We don't know because they are trying to do everything they can to stop you from asking these very simple questions about why is it that our president and his family were receiving millions of dollars, millions of dollars from the Chinese Communist Party. And we know that this energy corporation, CEFC in China, was directly controlled by the Chinese intelligence apparatus. That's pretty simple, right? I've explained it before. It, it wasn't just that they were buying off the Bidens. They were buying off politicians around the world in order for what? The One Belt, One Road initiative. Because in order to get that built, in order to get the road, the Silk Road built across the heartland of Central Asia all the way to Europe, because they want access to those markets for that trade, you've got to get through all the politicians in the way. Then for the Maritime Silk Road, all of those choke points around the world, Tierra del Fuego, the Straits of Malacca, the Panama Canal, the Suez Canal, Babel Mandeb, the Persian Gulf, go through all of it, okay? Strait of Hormuz. What other strait do they control? Oh, right, that one of the most powerful straits, the Taiwan Strait. You see? Do you understand the implications of what they're doing? It's global domination. And they want us to be the Chinese serfs. They want us to be the consumers. They want us not paying attention that we're going to be plugged into the metaverse and getting our pharmaceuticals jacked directly into our brains. 
because that's what they want you to be, the consumers of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.